It's time to take a new approach to feedback, one that is open, honest, and helpful. Asking for feedback is not as scary as it sounds. Instead, we need to use it as a tool to help us grow our careers. Hi everybody, it's Samantha and Sydney, and we're back with another episode that you don't wanna miss on the Deeper Than Tech podcast, where we talk about how to grow your career in an industry that was not designed with us in mind. Before we dive deep into this topic, head over to Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star review. feedback. Feedback is great to have because we are like walking through this world without any (laughs) direction. So how can we ask for feedback? I think about feedback in terms of constructive criticism and constructive complimenting. And so with these two things, there's going to be a little bit of surgery that you're going to have to be doing with them. You're going to be poking and prodding at whatever people are saying with this. And sometimes that criticism and complimenting, it's great. You need to take it all in to a certain degree. And I think that first off, being able to ask for this feedback at any time that you feel like you're needing to ask for it, I feel like you should ask for it. Hey, is there any feedback that you can give me about this particular thing that I'm doing? Hey, is there anything that I should potentially do with this to improve my skills? Is there something that you're noticing about like what I'm doing? These are all great ways to kind of start the conversation, but also with that constructive criticism and hopefully constructive complimenting that you are getting from this particular mentor, it's going to be really important for you to start filtering in what exactly that you're hearing. If there is something that somebody might be saying to you that you're hearing that you need to potentially sit on and really think about like, okay, so what exactly about this is true? Really start kind of deep diving into like what exactly you've done in terms of examples on how you can potentially improve this. If you think that it's something that you might be able to improve on, that's great. You need to take that in and make sure that you're either writing it down or noting it somewhere that this is important. If it's something that like doesn't necessarily like align with what exactly like observed, maybe you can ask for more detail about it because there's something that maybe you haven't noticed that maybe your mentor has. And if that is not the case, it's okay to let that go. And that's something that I've also observed that I can't absorb everything that everybody is saying because they don't know you. They can know you to a certain degree, but only you are going to be able to determine what exactly is going to be valid enough to like go on and work with in terms of improving that symbiotic relationship and going forward. So being able to really sit down and question yourself as well as like what uh, has been stated in terms of that feedback, super important for you to have going forward. And then making sure that as you're going forward, knowing that it's okay that some of the things that people have said isn't necessarily true. Isn't necessarily true about like what you have uh, believe in yourself as well as like what you might be needing to do in terms of improvement. And that also means being able to be okay with letting go of, of a particular mentorship if something doesn't feel right about what exactly is going on in terms of the conversation. But knowing that like feedback is going to be somebody's opinion of like what you might needing to do like with yourself, with your work ethic, with whatever is going on in your life. And so taking that with a grain of salt and making sure that you're able to filter out what is important and what is not. Super important. Super important. Yeah. How can somebody, let's say the feedback wasn't great. 
How can somebody cope with that? How can they respond? Thank you. Thank you for giving me this feedback. I'm going to evaluate on it a little bit more, make sure that I'm understanding like what exactly that you're talking about and seeing what exactly is true about this is going to be really, I feel like is really important. Kind of putting that blame, blame. I don't like having to say that. Putting that responsibility kind of on you to make sure that you're understanding what exactly that they're talking about because it might not feel good at first hearing it. But sometimes you might need to hear that and kind of evaluate like what exactly is true about this feedback. And again, if it is something that is valid, if you can get examples from this particular person to back this up, then that is something that you need to figure out how you can improve on. Ask how you can improve on it. And if you don't think that it's necessarily valid, thank you for this feedback. I will put it into consideration and things. And then from there, if this isn't something valid, if they cannot give you any examples of this to particularly improve on let it go let it go yeah it's hard to let things go sometimes it is I, it is i recently asked for 360 feedback with my coworkers and my managers and there was a lot of positive feedback oh, but yeah, knowing yeah. me i just like focused on that one negative feedback and it like ruined my day but i think it's kind of good though if one person sees that how can you eliminate that one person's opinion and making yourself better i spin even, all the time and what I am starting to get more comfortable with is knowing that, again, you know yourself. And so either like being able to write down what a person has said and like really kind of honing in on like, do I really think that this is true has helped me like spin on it for a little bit, but like give yourself that like time frame to spin on it. I call it my worry time. If you need like five to 10 minutes to feel bad about it, okay. But then from there, like we can start kind of getting into like the objectivity of how this feedback actually is true or false. I don't, it's uncomfortable and it's supposed to be uncomfortable for you. But from there, that gives you that space to, again, hone in on it, focus on it for a little bit, feel bad about it. And then hopefully from there, being able to learn to know yourself, to be able to let it go. It's holistic in some sense. I don't know if that's like completely helpful for people, but I do think that that is the much healthier response to bad feedback because I hate it. I, I really do hate it, but it happens. <laughs> Sydney is like Beyonce 2.0. Ah! Beyonce only cries for like no. a day and then no. <laughs> she's over it. I am nothing like the queen. I'll hail the queen. <laughs> don't say that don't have the agency come for me please don't <laughs> i appreciate it though thank you i feel like you're the queen no you're the queen. <laughs> no 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 <laughs> you're so nice thank you oh those no, no worries earlier you were talking about how to get feedback on like a quick basis right like this happened can i get feedback on that so let's say that somebody didn't get that quick response and maybe had it like every quarter they asked for feedback how can they ask for specific things? Because I can't remember what happened three months ago when I get feedback. So I think that this is going to be good where, again, you're able to, to cover yourself accordingly. Uh, CYA, um, as long as you're able to like kind of take note about the things that you've done, either with a mentor, with your manager and things, I feel like you're gonna be able to better kind of go back into the pages of history and be like, oh, okay, this is what I've been able to do. But that doesn't always happen. So making sure that 
that you are able to have some type of like trail in terms of like conversations or interactions that you've had with people as much as possible, uh, as much as that you can remember is going to be important. And then from there, as long as you're like having that kind of evidence to say like, okay, I, I've asked you about this. Is there any way that we can kind of come back to that particular feedback going forward is going to be really helpful so they can jog their memory and then you can go and back and forth with that conversation. So uh, hopefully that, that helps a little bit, but I always default to cover yourself accordingly. As long as you record everything, know the conversations that you've had, emails, what is it, conversations, notes of what you've accomplished and maybe what you haven't accomplished, I feel like that will be able to give you a better basis, a better foundation of like how you can get better feedback going forward. When I took this feedback form and I sent it out to my coworkers, one thing I enjoyed was they had a section about like adjectives and people got to select which adjectives they liked about me or, or like thought I could improve on. For example, let's take like 20 adjectives. I go there and I'm like, I'm bold, I'm smart, I'm this, that, and the third. And then you get your coworkers and your managers or your mentors to also fill in what adjectives. And then you can compare to see, like, see what's missing that you don't see about yourself and also like, compare like what people do agree with on you. I thought it was quite a fun exercise because we don't know about our personality sometimes. I think I'm a great yeah, person. Yeah. <laughs> but Bob and Susan might think I'm like <laughs> some other type right. of person. <laughs> oh. oh, that's perfect. I had never even thought about that. I might have to do that myself. Thank you. Thank you for that idea. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, no worries. Feedback is always great. How can you give somebody else feedback? Mm, so I think that giving somebody else feedback is really important. First off, with making sure that you're not targeting their like personality or like anything that you're specifically feeling is like a gut reaction that is negative to this person, it really needs to kind of be settled into like what you have objectively seen in terms of like actions or things that have happened in response to whatever the situation is. So making sure that there are statements of like, I've noticed this, that, and the third, making sure that you're not directly saying that they did this. I've noticed that this is something that is missing in terms of valuation from the work that has been submitted. I think that being able to take the time to better evaluate these particular things about the work will really be advantageous to you. I've noticed that there could be a bit more clarity in terms of asking questions. I really think that taking the time to write things down is going to be important for your growth. And then of course, making sure that you're able to, you know, sprinkle in a little bit of complimenting there as well, because people, it's going to be very helpful to hear like what they also have done right as well. So keeping these objective statements, not blaming anybody, not like pinning any necessarily like honing in on anything like bad that they're specifically doing. Because again, it's all about growth for everybody. Keeping it about like what you've noticed, what things that can be improved on and not placing blame. I think that helps with people not being as worried or as stressed out when it comes to giving feedback. And I noticed that that's not something that we tend to do. We tend to be like, you did this and that's not fair. That's not fun to have to like work with people on with that. So keep it a nice level playing field. Keep it objective if you can. I have a solution for the blame. Really? Game. So I have been, yes, <laughs> I have been working on yeah. this. I have been, it's, I call it the investigation Ooh, phase. Okay, okay, okay. Where you ask people certain questions, like say that they forgot to send an email 
And you could be like, oh, what time did you get off on Friday? Did you have a lot of things to do? Just figure out what's going on with their situation. And then maybe they'll be like, oh, snap, I did forget this email that I was supposed to send out. Let them kind of figure it out. I call it the investigation stage. Another thing that I do is also ask people, are you open for feedback? So that way they don't become very defensive when you do give them feedback. Um, Because that's the worst. (laughs) Like maybe they're not open today. Maybe they're open on Wednesday for the feedback. So just understanding when they can take that emotional burden. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yeah. I I, I love giving feedback. It's like most people hate it, but I love giving feedback. I've gotten (laughs) a lot better at getting feedback because I'm able to kind of dissociate kind of from it and knowing myself about like being able to take it and get it scheduled. You're right. Saying that I'm not open for feedback and asking if you're open is really important. It's hard. It's really hard because you feel like people are like, you know, blaming you and like doing all this stuff. And that's not necessarily what it is. Or at least like in hopefully in the best case scenarios, that's not what it is. But yeah, I have started to enjoy it a little bit better. Okay. We'll make sure by the end of this, you're going to love it. (laughs) Hopefully. (laughs) Another tip I would have is never say why never ask a why question because why is it tend to be a more defensive mm. question like why did you do this why did you show up like instead of like how would you approach this next time something like that people are less defensive when it's not yeah. a why question because that's because <laughs> again that's still like that's trying to like justify and pin blame that's definitely what it is oh that's that's so smart that's so smart sydney thank you so much again for joining us on the deeper than tech podcast until next time bye bye